everyone to another episode of Cinema Smoketography. I am your friendly neighborhood hookahologist, Tommy Atomic Rodriguez. How's everyone doing today? So it is Christmas time. The most wonderful time of the year. I don't know how that goes. Um, but as you can see, I have my Christmas sweater on. So we're going to be reviewing some Christmas movies this, this month. So I got a couple of Christmas movies. I put a post in online and this one was very popular. Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone was a movie made way back in the 90s really with uh macaulay culkin you already know him going like ah right that guy so home alone um i'm gonna say it right now and this is unpopular opinion i don't like home alone i don't like it i i don't i just don't i watched home alone 3 when i was growing up Right, like 2000s, I think that's when that one came out. Apparently, there's like four and five, and dear God, how do you do this? But this movie just has the ability of amazingly disbelief. Like, us as the audience are just supposed to believe everything that's kind of going on here. Let me explain. Now, the McAllister family is a big family. They have like three children mm -hmm. of their own with Kevin, the sister, the brother. A bunch of cousins a couple uncles and aunts and they're all going to a family vacation in Paris right now okay am I just supposed to believe that there are just so many coincidences that you just forget a child and go to Paris I think that's a little little absurd to me personally I just thought it was weird but um, let me kind of get into everything here We are smoking some lemongrass out of the F22 Darth Maul hookah out of my 80 feet 80 root beer bowl. And um, yeah, no, this is very interesting to kind of play out here. Now, the Home Alone franchise is fairly big with, like I said, spanning five movies. And it's supposed to be a Christmas classic, one and two, right? So I don't really think it's a Christmas movie, but they kind of lay it around Christmas time to make it a Christmas movie, right? Okay, I guess. So, let me explain. Now, the McAllisters are just now having dinner. They all want cheese pizza. But the uh, cops kind of show up and let them know there's a string of burglaries going around. Right? And, okay, cool. Just make sure everything's safe. Make sure everything's blah, blah, blah. Lock your doors, so on and so forth. Make sure there's someone watching the house. So your stuff is safe. Cool, Mr. Officer. We're going to go back to our house now. Okay. So... Kevin is the youngest, and he is just picked on a lot. Like, you just feel for this kid, honestly. Like, he, his family is just the worst. There were a bunch of jerks to him. The brother is just kind of being a brother, honestly. And it's just kind of weird. The mom's kind of saying, you got to be nice to your cousins. Like, okay, I guess. And he goes to his brother, and he's like, hey, can I sleep in your room? Because I don't want to sleep with this guy because he wets the bed. And he's like, no punk you're not going to sleep with you're not going to sleep with me sleep in your own room okay well he, i think he ends up sleeping in the attic don't really remember uh, i kind of watched the movie just to watch it and like i said i just wasn't into it so i kept trying to watch like i'm trying to make myself watch this so many times and oh, it just gets harder and harder but the movie itself is actually fairly fairly popular let me just pull up some imdb scores honestly because I need to kind of have, I should have pulled this up a little bit earlier, but you know, you know how filming goes. Sometimes you have everything you need, sometimes you don't. Maybe. 
So the movie, it was back in the 1990s, so no wonder I didn't really see it too often. But Home Alone was released back in 1990. And this is where it gets, like I said, Coley Culkin is Kevin and everyone else like that. And you get a lot of craziness that kind of goes on with Kevin. So, like I said, the pow there was a storm the night before they were all supposed to go to Paris. And they hit the airport. They got a bunch of shuttles and everything else like that. And everyone's waking up late because guess what? The power went out. The phone lines were done, so Kevin couldn't, no one could contact Kevin when he's home, right? A lot of, a lot of craziness ensues here. So the madness of everyone trying to get to the airport shuttle, and they kind of miscount some kid that's kind of talking to them before they leave, mistaking them as Kevin. Like, we got everybody, let's go. Get everybody on the plane. And then they're just like, hey, why do I feel like I'm forgetting something? Worst parents in the goddamn world. How do you forget your son? Like, how do you not double check every moment of every second? Like, yes, we get it. You're a little, you're running late, but it doesn't get, give you the right to kind of ignore your child. <laughs> like I said, so much disbelief here. So Kevin was actually so upset with his family. He just wished that everyone was gone. So... They realize Kevin's not there. Kevin magically wakes up and is, must be the soundest sleeper in the entire world, not hearing huh, literally almost 20 people running around trying to get the hell out of the house, right? Like, how do you just, how do you sleep through that? I know I couldn't. If I can, like, I can hear it sleep through some noise or something falls in the middle of the night, maybe I won't wake up if it's not loud enough. But really, really, Kevin, really. So he goes and wakes up and he's like, wow. And not concerned about anyone or anything. He sees that the cars are there. He's like, wow, I really wished everyone gone. All right. right. And he's all happy and stoked. So he's having like the time of his life and everything like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny to see Kevin kind of just do it. Whatever, whatever little eight-year-old or 10-year-old wants to do, right? He's like, oh, let's uh, let's go do something random. Let's uh, let's eat a lot of pizza. Let's have a whole bunch of stuff go on, right? So on and so forth. And it's just a lot of craziness. Then we see the two villains of the movie, right? Two two burglars just trying to get get a score and everything else like that. They want to be the waterfall bandits or something. They they clog the sink and let the water run, running up a water bill, I guess. Right, and he's like, oh, let's hit the McAllister house. And he's like, oh, wait. Kevin is, like, he notices that somebody's there and Kevin's watching, like, an R-rated movie. I forget what it was. Like, that's where you get, keep the change, you filthy animal. Right, so, I mean, I guess. So he kind of backs off and he's like, oh, somebody's there. Oh, we'll hit it another night. And Kevin kind of plays into this a little bit. He's a little smarter than your average bear, and we're supposed to believe that he just knows how to do all this? Like, come on. you see Kevin kind of doing everything that he's wanting to do like reading magazines putting on aftershave and stuff like that okay guys okay we're just supposed to believe all this as the movie kind of continues we see that Kevin is now uh, trying to be on his own right so he's like going around and he's kind of nervous of this old man kind of walking around he looks a little homeless if you ask me right and he just runs away from him and this is where the funniest scene comes. He needs a toothbrush. So he goes to the store and he grabs the toothbrush. He's like, hey, is this approved by the Dental Association? He's like, I don't know, man. 
and the clerk, the lady asked, like, I don't know. He's like, oh, could you find out? So he asked the, uh, the manager or the husband or whoever he is, like, is this approved by the Dental Association? He's like, well, I mean, I guess, kind of. It's the kids asking, right? Like, let's just make them happy. And that's where he sees this old man. He's kind of terrified of him. He's like, ah! And he runs out of there, right? And he try to, he escapes the cops because apparently cops can't catch a 10-year-old. And as this is going on, you see that his mom and dad are trying to get a flight back to Chicago. And Chicago is like, oh, they're trying to like, oh, okay, let's get this, let's try to get our kid. But you can't get a flight back from Paris to Chicago because it's Christmas time, right? So she's having like the hardest time. My son is home alone. There's no one there to get him, blah, 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 blah. And a whole bunch of craziness ensues. And she finally gets a, a plane back to, to, I think, New York or Detroit or something. I, I forget. Right? But that's a little bit later. So Kevin's now trying to protect himself and he almost gets hit by a van and the van is holding the two crooks and then he tells the the cop in the beginning or one of the main crooks he's like watch out kid you don't want to get hit he's like okay and he recognizes like a, a metal cap i think like a gold cap on his teeth he's like oh, you're the cop and he runs back home right so he's now trying to think of how am i going to make it believe that people are still in my home Right, so he comes up with these crazy little entraptions, which was kind of interesting to see, like a 10-year-old kind of putting together like a whole house party and putting on a movie and everything else like that. And he has enough money lying around somewhere, I think he stole it from his brother, to get, the, get uh, money for pizza. And he has a whole cheese pizza to himself, because apparently cheese pizza is the greatest thing you couldn't spring for pepperoni. Kids, I can't believe So you have that going on and then you're just trying they're trying to figure out like how we got to get this kid so kevin now goes out and tries to see santa claus after he goes to the store and buys himself groceries and he's reading the magazine and the and he has an answer for everything he's like the clerk's asking him so where's your mom oh she's working where's your dad oh he's a little busy he's like you getting this for yourself yeah pretty much gotta make myself dinner he grabs milk food a couple other things Right, and he pays for the, pays for the food, and he kind of goes home. And this was kind of interesting. Two big old plastic bags, and little ten year old walking around with them, and they ripped. He's like, oh my goodness. Right, so later on that night, he kind of meets with this uh, the old man again. I think in a church, right? At a church, I believe. I don't know. Oh, like I said, I didn't really pay attention to this movie. I tried really hard. It's just one of those things where I can't get myself into. Right? And it's not like I'm not for lack of trying. I am a, This is one of those movies I feel like I should watch because it's such a classic. But to me, it's not very classical. It's just a lot of disbelief. And we have to... I, I enjoy story. I can really connect to... Yes, we're supposed to suspend reality for certain things. Like, um, let's take Mulan, for example. We're just supposed to explain that she has magical chi where she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Or how in Star Wars, Rey's a Mary Sue... And has all these mad is just gifted with the force we're just supposed to believe it okay can let my mind suspend a little bit but this one is so much disbelief i can't even believe it like it is mind-numbingly ridiculous i mean some people enjoy it a lot of people enjoy it actually me on the other hand not a big fan but nonetheless the story continues as kevin is now you know at home and he's now being trapped by the burglars and 
Jesus. Kevin McAllister is a mad scientist. Jesus, like he has these elaborate traps that should kill a normal man, right? To trap these guys and he's trying to fight, he's fighting back really from people trying to burglarize his home which is the point where, you know what, we're gonna kill this kid um, from burglary to murder in two seconds, right? And it's just a whole bunch of wackiness. I just can't even, like they get tarred, they get lit on fire, a bowling ball drops into one and says, that should kill a man, right? And it's just a whole bunch of craziness whole bunch another thing I kind of want to point out is that Kevin is a little pull of 180 he is so hesitant to pack a suitcase because no one wants to pack a suitcase for a trip but you kind of have to do it right but he doesn't do that but instead of calling the cops like he should because he knows burglars are trying to take his home take stuff in his home because he has VCRs because VCRs are great they're always gonna be popular forever and always so we now see that Kevin has made these elaborate death traps, right? And instead of calling the cops, he sets up these burglars for ultimate defeat and humiliation. So it's also very... Dude, it's just crazy. I can't believe it. Like, he's fighting a war, <laughs> really. I just can't believe it. So Kevin is now fighting back a little bit. And they, like I said, the burglars just want to... Just, they were casing the joint for days because they wanted all the stuff in the McAllister house. Like, you couldn't just go to another house if this one seems too good to be true. But I guess if you really want something, you're going to go all out for it. Am I right, ladies? So, you know, it's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, okay, I guess we can kind of just play along. But, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of craziness. So once everything's kind of said and done, Kevin's now trapped with these burglars. And he's like, oh my god, the mom is still making her way. Like, she is now in the United States trying to get back home where this guy is like, hey, look, we got an extra seat in the van. We can help you get home to your son for Christmas. She's like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you so much. So she go, she's on her way home to go get Kevin. And uh, she eventually makes it home and everything's kind of fine, right? The burglars are caught and everything else like that. So it's like, yay, we did it. We did it. But it's just one of those things where I just can't believe it. Like, it's it's a movie. It's it's a good Christmas movie, I guess. Like, with the suspension of disbelief that you have to actually have to watch it. I know some people really do love this movie. I, like I said, I'm not a big fan of it. I Unpopular opinion, I will say it. I don't like, I don't like this. But on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to have to give it a 3. Because I'm just, I'm just not into it, right? I can't. This isn't a movie I'm excited to see every Christmas, right? Like other things like the Santa Claus or, you know, a Christmas tale or a Christmas story or, you know, um, a Christmas carol and stuff like that. I don't want to see, or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Those are movies I want to see, or Elf. Those are movies I want to see on Christmas. Those are the ones I have to watch every Christmas because it's just kind of tradition. My mom and everybody love sitting down watching those movies on Christmas Day. Me, on the other hand, I'm not a big fan of them, right? I, this is one I can't do. Like Home Alone was not on my list of Christmas movies, so like I said, you may hate me for it, but I don't like it. But that's all I pretty much have for you guys this video. Thank you for watching. To follow us on Instagram and or Twitter, you're going to look under the underscore Fukaologist to find this beautiful face on Facebook. You're going to look under Tommy Rodriguez. And to follow us on Facebook as well under the Hookahologist, we post new podcasts, uh, videos, comments, questions, and concerns there as well. Until next time, guys.
keep smoking.